If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, it is your wedding. You are getting married to the love of your life. Your big sister is giving the maid of honor speech. She gets up and gives like a kind of, you know, a little bit of a rambling speech um, it is like seven minutes long. It's a little long. And then she s- starts to end it. And then like music starts happening. And she's like, you thought this was over? Well, just wait and see. And then proceeds to sing a pretty lazily personalized medley of Disney songs mm-hmm. about you and your future husband for 10 minutes. Also, your wedding is occurring during coronavirus. <laughs> what do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. Okay. How clever. <laughs> she said lazy. <laughs> it's right? lazy. So like can you I just want I think okay, I do you want to hear an example? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Um uh are you, Oh, okay. Are these, are these um, pauses part of her? No, performance? no, I'm trying to remember. This is why remember. it's ten minutes long. Okay, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> um oh also two of the songs are from Frozen, which I think she's 
that's you're a little too old to be including Frozen yeah, songs. I, sisters, mm-hmm. I think, stay into Frozen too right. old when they get older. Um, okay, but the beginning yeah. song is it starts with be there guest be there. Gu- oh, it's also <gasps> sp- oh, she doesn't really song. sing. Yeah, so yeah, it's so not, not even be- like for her to show off her amazing voice. Oh no, she's a very poor singer. Does that oh. make it better or worse? I think perhaps better. Um because yeah. if she were a good singer and sang for ten minutes, I think that would be really rude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is <laughs> also wedding, still rude. Right. How many people are at this coronavirus wedding? Oh, a lot. It oh, seems okay. like a hundred. <laughs> wow. Okay. A <laughs> hundred people at this coronavirus wedding. Also, um okay, so so you're like, uh B there guest be there guest i remember your first date when he pulled out his chair for you and almost dropped a plate oh no it's not clear if he really if he really did drop the plate or if it were that just rhymes with date yeah Yeah. if it was just the rhyme Uh um also one they did a speech she did a speech first yeah she did she's double dipping (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and then also part way through the song um one of the lines is like, uh, the the way that a viewer of this video would learn that this wedding occurred post corona mm-hmm. is that one of the lines is that they tried to stop us with the virus, but we kept doing the party or some bullshit like that. Like they, <laughs> one of the lines is about coronavirus. Wow. Um. Okay, also, so- the video is titled oh, "Best Wedding Speech Ever." <laughs> and possibly uploaded by the sister. It's got to be by the no person one... who performed it. Yeah, because uh. anyone else would have known how you... it's setting this woman up for ridicule. I mean, maybe yeah, well, it is someone seems... who is trying to like embarrass her. Well, the the description is like you don't want to miss this. This is like such a fun, creative Disney themed, and that's how you yeah. get people Song. to click on it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it sounds Quick like. Bait. The person who did it posted it from like her husband's account. Like that's the scenario yeah. I'm imagining. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He probably was the cameraman too. Ugh. Yeah. Only only those two could not realize how bullshit of a human being this person is. God, you know, he heard her rehearsing it at home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't say do you shit. Think you should- do you think you should sing some of those parts of the song? <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm not really a good... Now, hush, honey. You're a great singer. <laughs> okay, do you get any shots of the bride and or groom's yes, faces? Yes, you do. Yes. How are they taking it? Sister looks confused but is laughing. Okay. Like, so also, they did not know this was going to happen. Yeah. So sister is... You know, she she seems like she's like enjoying herself. She's laughing. Husband refuses to look at the no. maid of honor. No. Is staring to middle distance, <laughs> just waiting smiling? for it to be over. He has a a a smile occasionally, mm-hmm. a grimace, you know, yeah, occasionally, and like a kind of like <laughs> that kind of laugh, and like looking down a lot. Um, I don't think he makes eye contact with her once. That's incredible. That's him In, realizing the, the difference between 17 minutes and the rest of his life of being related <laughs> to this woman. Uh, my wonder is because, you know, you know, we've all done we've all done improv shows in front of a, an audience. And, you know, there's moments when you're like, sure. I lost them. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I'm 
at what, like at minute five, do you think she thought that? At minute six? There's so many different minutes that she... Well, let me... Is is, is she singing without accompaniment entirely or... No, she's singing... Uh, someone put together a like karaoke version. Oh, wow. Medley. Okay, but that means that she is locked into this 10-minute track. Yes. Like, there's no early out unless mm-hmm. she just straight up pulls the plug on it. Right, right. She does not seem to be upset or worried at any point. Like, she seems very confident and excited unless she's just a very good performer. How old is she? Probably, like, 24. Okay. No, 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 probably, like, 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little too... Oh, also one of the lines is about um, how her sister couldn't just let her get married first. No. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right, huh? Kelly, if you had led with this, <laughs> you stand up and turn the opposite direction <laughs> and just wait for it to be over. You just give her your back. That's what you do. No, you make a rush for the uh, the fuse box and just cut power to the building. <laughs> yeah. To you, the you, building. I, I think you stand up and you say, the wedding's off. Um, no, yeah. One of the lines is like, but no, you had to do it first. Also, it's that accent the entire time and that style of like talking. Like, do, 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 do. That's probably her voice, though. It's possible. It's. <laughs> <laughs> but she does sing sometimes. So there's some parts where she's like, ah, uh, sometimes. Oh, Here's wow, the thing wow, about wow, this. Wow. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm potentially it would fly at like a bridal shower because those are pretty dumb anyway it's all about giving Mm -hmm. gifts it's like kind of like froofy and silly and like it's all kind of stupid so like i feel and the bride doesn't plan it that's the other part about the bridal shower so like it's not a day that like the bride and groom spend a lot of time organizing (laughs) and deciding how everything would be so, like, I feel like in a shower, if you want to do a little medley song to be silly, it could be kosher. I think yeah. you just have to know if that's on the menu. Like, I, I was at a wedding once where, um, like, during dinner, they had, like, a stage area. And they were like, if, any, if anyone wants to come up and, like, say anything or, like, give a speech. And, like, this is something that we knew ahead of time. So, like, some people did prepare songs. Some people did write poems. And, like, it was cute. Like, and that was, yeah. like, a space that they had programmed for it. To volunteer that out of nothing is insanity. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because also she's, oh, and she, oh, this is how she starts the song. She goes, oh, you thought I was finished? Just you wait. And then uh, dun, 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 music kicks in and the bride is like, what? And the groom's like, huh. Oh, man. And staring, like, also it's very weird because like, the bride is facing camera. Mm-hmm. Groom is not sitting directly next to her. He's sitting catty corner from her. Hmm. So he's fa- <laughs> so we get like his profile the entire okay, time. But he's facing her like when they if they were to eat food at that point, they could make eye contact. The wife and the and the, the husband? husband. Yeah, because they're catty corner. So it's like you're you know, you're just you're next to each other, I suppose. Like you're you're perpendicular to each other. At However, like a corner of the table. Yeah, I don't know why he's sitting like that. Maybe and it's then, facing out to the audience, to the because you oh, know some people eat in front of everyone. Yeah, and then and then, but here's the thing. So when when maid of honor is giving her speech, she's unbroken eye contact with bride, 
groom is literally facing (laughs) (laughs) away from her. Okay, but to be fair, groom is making a choice. Like, we all know you could just turn your neck. If someone is giving you a toast, you don't have to avoid, you don't have to stare straight ahead. I think he's like, oh, this is the way the seats are. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I can't turn. Oh my I God. Sure, for- sure would love to see what's happening here, but <laughs> oh my God. out of my hands. Yep. Mm. And for some people, this is going to be like their last memory before they get COVID. Yeah. Well, <laughs> honestly, like I was like, if I got COVID while listening to this woman, <laughs> oh, as she is nightmare. just belting those particles <laughs> out across, yes. spreading what her asymptomatic coronavirus. ass Corona yeah. flakes lands on your yes. upper lip. Yes, dude. And like that microphone that everybody's fucking using that whole day. Like I was just like, this is like truly like the and and also as a viewer, you do not learn that this is a coronavirus wedding until about like nine minutes into the video. That's so funny. Are there current brides who want something like this to happen? Not coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with nobody wants that. But like, I get it. Like in 2003. Yeah. When uh, flash mobs were cool. Yes. Flash Mm, mobs were cool. Or like you saw that episode of The Office. Mm. Uh But even then, that was like old then. That was not cool then. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I just, is that what, do people still hope that the maid of honor speech at their own wedding goes viral? Well, so get this. I was curious, so I just typed in Disney Wedding Toast. Uh, There is at least, uh, I have no idea, because there's at least a dozen Mm. uh, Disney song parody wedding toasts on YouTube going back, as far as I can see, September 2015 is the earliest one. So this is not, like, even a unique thing to do. Man. It sucks and it's old hat. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. What do you think would be the worst song, worst Disney song to hear in a medley about your own wedding? Poor be Unfortunate prepared. Souls. I was also going to say Be Prepared. For- Poor Unfortunate Souls is really good. <laughs> Les Poissons. He 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 ho ho ho. Okay, um, if it was a medley of all villain songs, Kelly, how would you feel? I mean, I th- honestly would be thriving. Yeah. <laughs> I, but the fact that it was like, oh, our best of friends from Fox and the Hound. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about yeah. uh, you got a friend in me uh, <laughs> yeah. with you and your new husband's names inserted into it. And the maid of honor is doing a Randy Newton uh oh god impression oh jeez you got a friend yeah really bad <laughs> bleak bleak and rolls right into I love LA <laughs> at that time I think murder is justified it, it yeah. might not be a crime anymore yeah and uh, but I I think you should not get punished for it and you should take them to school oh <laughs> We got too into the punishment thing. Yeah, sorry. I forgot. I thought it was crime and punishment. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) 
yeah. we're doing crime and school and ships because there's a new series coming out called Teenage Bounty Hunters on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, a lot of uh, I this is a I like this genre of like fighting crime in high school. Um, and I, I if we don't if someone doesn't have a ship from Veronica Mars, I expect we have to talk about Veronica Mars anyway, right? <laughs> well. I wasn't gonna talk. I wasn't gonna ship Veronica. Uh, do a Veronica Mars ship. Me neither. Colin, were you? No, I was not. Oh so my Veronica gosh! Mars is this really good show? <laughs> uh, it's a neo noir in a uh, Southern California high school. Neptune. Uh, it's funny because the other thing I was thinking about, but I couldn't think of a ship in, is Brick, which is like, mm. what if Veronica Mars was not funny? Yeah. <laughs> I'd still watch it is the answer. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of ships in that, but I don't, I mean, here's the thing. I think with Veronica Mars with me right now, because Colin and I are doing a rewatch and talking about it for hours and hours and hours of the clip. <laughs> yeah. I've like expelled every thought I have. Yeah. Like I'm happy to, to open that, that door, but it's like, I ha- it's all out there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I've like gone on the record. I'm Patrick. I'm happy to uh, field any questions you might have, but I'm not really dying to like spark the conversation because yes, Bogey and I will have to talk uh, about it for about four hours this week, probably. <laughs> All right, I'm happy to not talk about Veronica Mars. That's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. The other thing is the when I was thinking of crime, I was trying to think of criminals, and for me, it's very hard to ship criminals. It's easy to ship like crime fighters and crime yeah. stoppers, mm. um, but I think I came up with one. But it's it's very easy to ship, but also like so wrong that I kind of wish it didn't exist. Okay, well let's hear it. Um, thank you. So it starts in the pilot of this teen soap, um, where you're introduced to the elite of the Upper East Side, and. <laughs> and you meet like rich dumb boy and you meet like super blonde girl who's been out of town and Brooklyn kid and uh you know Upper East Side princess girl and is then there you a also squinty meet- bully involved there is a squinty bully and he's okay. not just a bully in the pilot his name is Chuck and he is an attempted rapist in the pilot <gasps> oh, and wow. they never that is really true <laughs> con that in any meaningful way it's just a thing he did and they just kind of let that be so we meet him as a criminal um and certainly like um because dan humphrey who is the brooklyn uh boy of early uh that i referenced before he has doesn't he's our kind of intro to this world um even though he knows it really well because he writes a blog called gossip girl about it um spoilers for gossip girl (laughs) well and also just that's retconned um Mogi, you just saved the listeners like seven years <laughs> yeah don't worry about it if you're still lis- watching gossip girl because you want to know who gossip girl is not worth it that is not a reason to watch um but he's our pov character and so he is told about chuck and chuck is alone with his sister and it's like oh don't let chuck be alone with his sister so not only do we watch chuck have an attempted rape on a roof but it becomes clear that everyone knows that this is what you expect from chuck so I think not I'm ready to call him a serial assaulter at the very least. I he think is, that's safe. 
I think that's safe. Um, and that's in episode one. By episode six, he is part of one of the OTPs, and not pers- not necessarily my OTP, but an OTP for the show. Mm-hmm. They decide to hook him up with Blair, and that relationship lasts the rest. I mean, on and off, and with drama, drama, drama through the rest of the series. But it's well done that these two characters would like each other. But it's like hard for me, at least, it's hard for me to ever forget that he is a not a bad boy, but like a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of mean to her. He t- like tries to prostitute her out for a hotel. Spoilers for season four or whatever. <laughs> but like, it's for a, a hotel weird... room or for a hotel? I what believe, are the, what are the stakes here? I believe he offers her to his uncle in exchange for the lease uh, or the like deed to a hotel. And then the uncle like doesn't do it. And then Chuck's like, oh, well, I wasn't really going to go through it either. And Blair's like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) She does bring up with him at that point, but still. Um, And, but it's a weird thing because if you skipped the pilot and the previously ons, Mm -hmm. it would be like just a normal bad boy, like, pining after the girl who think thinks she's too good for him but also like he can't admit his feelings and it's like a fairly like a fairly typical teen romance but the whole time he's a criminal and uh i kind of like i said i kind of wish it never happened like not even just like don't watch the pilot but like Maybe the show Gossip Girl should get erased from the cultural consciousness and no <gasps> tweens should ever see it. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's really a bad it's a bad message. It's like the Ally McBeal of like the early 2000s. Totally. Take your good memories and then let it, it disappear. Yeah. Does uh does Gossip Girl's memory endure? Like is that something that we still have to reckon with? I think that there are people doing rewatches and still aware of it at the mo- in current times because it's on Netflix so you can just rewatch it at any yeah, time. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. yeah, the other actually just this week uh I was made to watch uh, an episode because uh my girlfriend remembered that our friend Benjamin plays a UCB performer in one of them. So that was worth it. That was a takeaway. Oh, that would be fun to watch a friend be on Gossip Girl. Yeah, <laughs> if any of you guys are on Gossip Girl, I'll watch those episodes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but other than that, I could I I'm fine with doing it. So is your ship with the series Gossip Girl and uh, nothingness? Yeah, I mean like <laughs> it's my ship. So I just I kind of just wanted to talk about because I do have actual ships on that show, but like this one, I feel like it's both a very like it does the trope really well, but they started off. It's like it started with a bad person who like this is not how you you don't redeem a, a rapist by making him really good at sex. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's sort of what they did. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 that doesn't. That's not a redemption arc for him. No. Yeah, that's meant to. So, aside from the fact that they just sort of like never bring it up again, like they're like, oh, you know, we don't need to talk about that. None of the characters need to address that. Is he meant to be like a protagonist? Because I always, I've only seen a handful of episodes completely, like randomly, but I always saw him as like the hard antagonist. Is is that incorrect assessment of the the squinty guy? I think in the first season they were willing to let him be more uh like willing to make bad decisions, but he's like one of the main characters throughout the whole series. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but not like not like the like a villainous character. No, he like the villains are usually parents. Mm. Like his dad is a villain at certain points. Duck Bass, what is <laughs> Bart? Bart Bass. Um, that is true. such his an unfortunate. That is an unfortunate name for a villain. It does Bartholomew <laughs> Bass. Oh, that, there you go. You, yeah, you it's a little better. Or like I think, but the it's. There is no real moral center to Gossip Girl is part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all of them are villains to each other at different times because really it's about power. Like it wants to be like Game of Thrones, but yeah. doesn't really like go all in on like the ideas of power. Because I, I, yeah. So I think they're all kind of villains because sometimes Serena's the villain. Yeah. <laughs> and then... <sighs> Sorry, I'm I'm looking should, yeah. I'm looking at the Gossip Girl uh wiki uh-huh. and the image that they have for Chuck Bass, he's wearing this belt um and it's mm-hmm. like a thick, colorful, like zigzaggy belt. What? <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> I just no, I okay. think I'm into the belt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We keep the belt, we get rid of every other evidence of the show. <laughs> Oh, you know who the bad guy was? Dawn. Michelle Trachtenberg is the bad is the villain. Oh, oh she got shown up like one yeah, episode yes. a season and fuck and everything up bitch. or reveal yeah. yeah or reveal that yeah. she was the one fucking everything up all along and then <laughs> she go away. And like at one point, and I think it was I don't even think it was a finale. She showed up with the baby and she's like, "Dan, this is your baby." <laughs> that's such that's such episode, a fun wedding move. <laughs> like the next episode, it took like half the episode. She's like, "I was just kidding, Dan." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. fun. I like her. <laughs> yeah, she's great, and we never have to try to make her be in love with any of our characters. No, because she's just chaos. She's just yes. evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if they had hooked Chuck and her up, they there we just go. Been super villains, and just like we can write them off. Maybe I'm also just over rich people. I don't know, guys. <laughs> well, then they're all villains, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I only like rich people when it's succession. Wait, you like some of them? No, I mean, like, I only like to watch rich people. Yeah. When it's like, I think succession is a better execution of Gossip Girl. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait for that to come back. <sighs> Season three has, or is three, right? Three hasn't even started shooting. It'll be. I know. It's going to be a long time. Uh, Kelly, do you have a crime and school in ships? Yes, I do. Okay, so this person is involved at a school in which a crime takes place, but she is herself not involved in said crime. Okay. But I'm talking about... Okay, so this person experienced a glow up. This person knows what it was like to be on the outside, but now is in the in crowd. This person is named Fern Mayo. She is from Jawbreaker. Mm -hmm. I want her... You know what I just realized? I just realized I ship a lot of people with Nancy Downs because I was going to ship her with Nancy Downs. And in my head, they were going to work together to secure Fern's place as like queen of the school. Mm. And Nancy's just doing that because she loves Fern. Well, she likes to destroy things. And I think. So she's going to build her up by tearing other people down. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's not like I'm going to boost you up magic. It's like I'm going to destroy the lives of everybody else at this high school. Mm -hmm. 
And like in even in the craft, that's sort of I think what she got out of all of their like evil witchy antics. You know, it yeah, was, it was uh like rising through the ranks of high school popularity was kind of just an excuse for her to get to do dark magics and fuck people's lives up and stuff. Right, right, exactly. So it's just I feel like they, I feel like they meet. Um. Oh, you know what it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Fern Mayo is at the mall and she's this she's post like being popular. She's already popular, mm-hmm. but she's, you know, still kind of experiencing some like push pull between uh, her power and Rose McGowan's power and blah, blah, blah. And she's shopping in the mall and then she goes outside uh, because she goes to throw away her um, her like soda and. Um, they had just taken the trash out, so she goes outside to throw it outside, and uh, Nancy's smoking out by the dumpster, and that's how they meet. Love it. And uh, you know, uh, you know, she she goes to throw it away, and she's like, "Ugh, it's so annoying when like you know things aren't just the way I want it." And then Nancy's like, "Ugh, I know how that is." Um, is Nancy attracted to Violet? I think she was. Yeah. Okay. I think because th- Fern looks very different than herself. And Fern very looks different so different. What's cool in the craft? Yes. So I think what happens is Nancy is like, "Oh, I can help you be a bad bitch and rule this school, and like you don't need to look like that. Like you can you can throw in like I like you know I like a little what you got going on, but like you can throw in a little bit of that of that old style because I liked that dark hair, I liked all that stuff. So I think it's like you know, it, look, it's not the healthiest thing in the world. They're both villains. <laughs> But that's that's my ship. Yeah. No, that's a good ship. I like. I, look, if we end up shipping all villains today, I feel like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I I like this ship. I feel like it gives because Fern doesn't really end the movie with any friends. No, she doesn't. So I like that she has a uh, somebody in her corner. And honestly, yeah, I feel like I feel like the people in Jawbreaker, like the people in the town, are way dumber. Yeah. Than in the craft town. So, oh, can, yeah. Like, also just take over that whole town. It's a bunch. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of dum dums. I think, yeah, they're going to get their practice out on the people of that town. And then Nancy's like, okay, I'm stronger mm-hmm. and like smarter. And I'm used to like destroying people. So now let's go back to my town and like really get some work done. Whoa. I love it. Mm. That's great. I like that a lot. Thank you. Colin, you got a uh, crime in school and ship? I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> Can you tell us about it? Yeah, I no. can. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't wanna. Um, oh, please. <laughs> so very. This is, this is going so well so far. Um, <laughs> so I definitely focus more on the school aspect, but the characters whom like inhabit the school are constantly committing petty crimes which is i i find very fun it's a lot of vandalism a lot of breaking and entering they uh stole a job posting board from a local restaurant and then as punishment had to uh oh no no this was another scenario but then in another scenario they were being punished and had to clean uh, like uh like a local deli and instead they broke into the apartment above it and got drunk and accidentally lit the whole place on fire. So there, there's some crimes involved. Uh, are you guys familiar with the Netflix show uh, Dari Girls? Yes. No. 
Ooh. It's lovely. It is such a fun show. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, you have like these four girls in Northern Ireland uh, in the 90s. And they're best friends, and they're always getting into trouble. There's Aaron. It's so good. It's so fun. I lo- like. I love all the relationships in it. Like, yeah. And the dialogue is super sharp and quick, and it's like a laugh a minute. Yeah. Um. But so you've got uh, Aaron, Orla, Claire, and Michelle, and then in comes James, who is Michelle's English cousin. Um, and he's a boy. And they all go to an all-girls Catholic school together. So he's like an outsider because he's English and he's an outsider because he's a boy. And basically he just, he, he tags along in all their adventures for two seasons, um, getting shit on constantly. And, you know, especially Michelle, because she's his cousin, likes to fuck with him and uh, drag him down. But then there's... So at the end of season two, there's two really sweet moments with James that led me to my ship. Um, so Aaron, the main character, asks the boy who she's had a crush on forever to take her to prom. And he agrees, but then ends up standing her up on the day. So she's sitting at home and, you know, she's devastated and she's crying. She's going to go she's take off She's in this really her... uncomfortable dress. Yeah, that oh. green, like, it's like a tube. Mm. Um <laughs> It's it's horrible, poor thing. Mm. Um, and then just as she's about to go upstairs and change and just be in her pajamas alone all night, James knocks on the door and he's wearing his scarf because he is blowing off his Doctor Who convention to take her to prom instead. Um, and it was very cute and very sweet, but I don't ship him with Aaron and I was actually like kind of having a panic in that moment. I'm like, Oh no, is the show like trying to put these two together? But you know, cause it's like such a, like a, she's all that kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Like it just seemed very apparent. That's what they wanted, yeah. but they play it. The actors play it really well. Like it is super platonic and they like share a moment and you could tell it's like, it's not romantic at all. So I was like, oh my God, great. And then they go <laughs> to the school and they get into a caper where uh, they all get covered in pig's blood, a la Carrie. Um, yeah. Because that's the kind of misadventures they get into. I loved that the show was like, no, they're friends. Like the show does such a good job with like platonic relationships with mm-hmm. all the girls with him. It's awesome. Yeah. I am going to ruin it though, Kelly. Oh, who do you who do you ship him with? So in the His final- cousin? No, not Michelle. Kinda. They have the best rapport. I'm being so quiet. I'm very worried. (laughs) James and Michelle for sure have the best rapport, Mm. but they are cousins. Yeah, because it's a family. It's called family feelings. (laughs) What? No, it's not. No one says family feelings. You know, the phrase, family feelings. The common phrase, family feelings, that we all used to sweep our sexual frustration (laughs) under the rug. Uh, no, no. Uh, you guys are dodging a bullet this week. I'm not. I'm not sesting this episode. Okay. okay. Um, but so in the final episode of season two, uh, for those of you who saw it, you'll remember James's mom, who sort of you know abandoned him, dropped him back off in Northern Ireland to live with his cousin, went and did her own thing. Um, like kind of blew him off for a couple of years. She 
pops back into town and she's like, okay, James, guess what? I'm whisking you back to London. You're going to be, you know, part of my everyday life again. Uh, so say goodbye to your friends and we're leaving today. And when James, so all the girls go to the center of town because president Bill Clinton is arriving to do like a, you know, little tour of speeches and it's a big deal for the town. And they're like, Claire held their place um, and like got them really good spots. But then James breaks the news and there's that amazing shot where like the whole crowd is like cheering and chanting as Bill Clinton takes the stage and it just pans across the four of them. And they're just like fucking devastated. Um, Cause they, cause they lost their friend. And as much as they act like he's, you know, they hate him. Uh, you know, they really love him. And Michelle gives him this great, like, speech about how he's a dairy girl, um, even though he has that shit accent and he's a boy. Uh, and it, I cried. Really... I yeah, cried. Yeah, right? That speech yeah. was incredible. Yeah. So, when James returns, happen? this is this is where I got my shit from. It was a very brief moment. When, oh, so... wait, wait. I think I know what you're talking about, because actually, when that moment happened, too, I, I shipped them, too. I Did you I, see it? I think I know. Was it? Okay, was it in I, slow motion? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, okay, okay, wait, wait. You say, you say. I, I think, I think I know what it is. Okay, so when they reveal that James is staying in town and they all run up to hug him in slow motion, James and Orla, Orla. Yes, 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 like, yes. She's like the first one to get to him and she like puts both her hands on his cheeks and like touches her forehead to his yes, forehead. Yes, I was and, like, like, hello. Yeah, yeah, I no. never saw it before that, but then I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh my god, they could have such a cute little life, yeah, like yeah. forever, and have like little curly haired babies. Yeah, because he's <laughs> so, um, because he's so like needs to be in control, and she's so floopy. Yes, but and he's not yeah. like he's not like needs to be control, and like he's like an alpha or anything like that. He's actually no, 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 quite. No subservient especially when you know like someone like michelle is around calling the shots but orla like she doesn't need someone to tell her what to do because she's just gonna do whatever she feels in the moment yeah anyway so like he doesn't have to like steer her life but also he won't get like pushed around by her in any way like i don't know i feel like they are going to be together for like a hundred years um yes (laughs) yes yeah, 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 actually, I'm... you're right. Yeah. In in um, your ship fantasy, does he like come back and like s- stay with them, or he does do stay they with have them. to like? Oh, okay, he does stay with yeah. them like forever. Okay, like that moment, like that he does decide to stay with them is like I cried. It's he comes back and they're so happy. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's oh so yeah, good. and Orla's the one who is because they're all like just sadly staring at uh, Bill Clinton. And then she like gets like a spider sense, and she's the one that turns around and sees him like across town through the crowd. She she's the first one to spot him, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then he's up on the bridge, and he's yelling, "I'm a diary girl." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really cute. It's so good. I love it. I'm so glad that you saw that ship as well. Yeah. Kelly. So in that moment, I was like, "Hello, do I ship them?" And never before <laughs> that had I. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no. There's one moment because I was clocking. You know, I'm always clocking for ships. I think mm-hmm. there's like one moment <laughs> where like she links her arm through his at one point, and I was like, "Oh, hello." Uh. Ooh. And then I forgot. <laughs> I might have to go rewatch the whole series to find that. Yeah. No. Moment. Me too. I'm actually <laughs> thinking about it now. I'm gonna rewatch it. 
for yeah, sure. Yeah, I saved the finale because I didn't want it to be over. But now oh. I know what happened, so I'll watch oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> All good. No, I've got a ship ahead of me. I got tears. <laughs> Bill Clinton. No, I really like it. The show is really good. Is it just those so two sorry. seasons or is there a bunch of it? It, it is just two seasons uh, at this point. IMDb has a third season like listed, but mm. you know, no details out. Um, it's just listed as 2020. So I imagine they might be having some release issues. Just uh, like Succession. Just like. <laughs> just like just Succession. Like. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sorry, Mogi. I didn't mean no, to ruin the whole sorry. series. It doesn't ruin but- anything. I'm excited. It lands properly. Yeah, and it, it's so weird because it is like just that specific shot in the final mm-hmm. episode is like where, like Kelly said, like that's where the ship came from for me. Like, yeah. just I that mean, one be- moment. And to be also, to be honest, I was really cavalier with spoiling anything from Gossip Girl earlier in this exact episode. So I really deserve (laughs) to be spoiled hard because there's probably was at least one listener who was somewhere in early season one of Gossip Girl and I destroyed it. (laughs) (laughs) But now they'll be able to watch the rest of the series knowing that Dan Humphrey is Gossip Girl and like. Trying oh, to f- trying to find the little Easter eggs. Yeah, trying to like, yeah, like figure out times he, how that ever be possible. Yeah, how he like <laughs> turns himself in on things. How yeah. he's not in a room. We know what room he's in, but somehow he overhears things. The times where he he completely humiliates his own sister and makes her leave town. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, all that. <gasps> yeah, he has to make those sacrifices so people don't suspect it's him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Patrick. Yeah. Do you have a ship this week? I do. Um, so Colin mentioned that uh, sometimes there are acts of vandalism um, on uh, Dairy Girls. Mm-hmm. I, my my ship involves a, an enormous act of vandalism <gasps> for which one of the members of the ship is wrong, wrongly accused of committing what this act of vandalism, this enormous act of drawing 27 dicks yeah. on the cars in the parking lot yeah. of Oceanside High. Uh, I'm referring, of course, to American Vandal. Oh, um, so and uh, Dylan Maxwell, who I, is maybe my favorite character of the last 10 years, just period. I love I love Dylan. He's such like a weird meathead who's got this like um, this really crass sense of humor and like it's sort of. I feel like boyish charm is like overused or like I disagree with it usually, but I feel like it actually fucking works on Dylan. Like I, despite how awful he is, I love him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the other half of the ship for me uh, is the very person who is spending all of his time filming and documenting Dylan's plight it is Peter Maldonado, the filmmaker, mm-hmm. who is trying to get to the bottom of who did the dicks. Um, and these two dudes couldn't be any less like each other, right? Like, Peter is quiet. He's reserved. He's, like, calculating. He's smart. Uh, Dylan is the opposite of all of these things, right? Um, and they both, throughout the course of the series, they both sort of, like, use each other in ways that neither one of them is really aware that they're, like, using the other um, but like they slowly come to an understanding that like they need to be more respectful to each other, that they need to like they need to communicate to each other on each other's terms. And I just want there to be like one moment, right, where Peter's like just 
just hanging out with just Dylan and like there's no agenda and they're just like chilling out together and like being friends um and like I, I feel like there's so much room for that because like okay in in the world of the show um for his senior year Peter goes off and like makes a, a second season of American Vandal right it, it goes goes to like a town in uh, Washington or something um and like it doesn't have the same sort of impact that the first season did right like part of the narrative of season one is like the American Vandal series gets super popular like that's part of the show um but that's not really part of um season two. So I want like I want it to be one of those things where like Peter comes back to Oceanside at the end and like needs you know needs a rock needs someone who's like so set in their ways and like so set in the town that like he can just lean on that person and I think that person is Dylan. Hell yeah, I ship it. Yeah, yeah, I, I ship it. I also I also like that it gives Dylan because Dylan needs I think to like reflect upon and yeah. have time to grow from the really the trauma of season one for him yeah yeah uh because even because he has that girlfriend and it's like real like it gets it gets like i feel like i cried at that relationship yeah um because he's not really he doesn't really get it when it's over but it's like hurts so like i think post season two is a perfect time for these two to to be together and i ship it i don't think there's gonna be any more seasons of the show so pretty much it's canon they get together after season two (laughs) Yeah, I believe that. Perfect. Um, Colin, do we have any questions that we can answer? Uh, yes, we do. Um, so this question comes from our uh, dear friend Mothwoman, um, and she writes: Question: What is the most romantic fictional dinner scene? For me, it's the spaghetti and meatballs and the lady and the tramp. Love you guys. XOXOXO. Heart heart. So a romantic dinner scene. I'm trying to take this seriously and not answer with a joke answer. You don't want to say like dinner for schmucks. Right. Or the scene where uh, Sally uh, fakes an orgasm. Mm. Romantic dinner. Oh, you know what kind of just popped into my head? It's not like romantic, but it is kind of sexy in like a weird, cheesy 2000s way. But... The like Mr. and Mrs. Smith discovering the other one is a spy mm-hmm. uh scene, like with like pulling out the chair and then using him as a chair and dropping the wine glass and all that. Like <laughs> yeah. it's that movie is so dumb. <laughs> it is dumb, but it is sexy. <laughs> like if you take two of the hottest people in the world, get them to fall them in spies, lust with each other right? yes. and then film it, like you you and, got a and, lot going for you. And they were like uh <laughs> Like crowned hottest people in the world at the time, like <laughs> it was time. an official title <laughs> yeah. that the two of them held. You know what? One when we say romantic, and I think that this to me feels romantic, except they ruined it in the final season. Um, by going back to it, but the How I Met Your Mother, their date, where their first date between Robin and Ted, mm-hmm. when he goes back and steals the French horn, or wait, sorry. The whole storyline. So they go, they they leave dinner. Then he goes and gets her a blue French horn. That series of dinner discussions about dinner leading up to their breakup when he tells her he would have stolen her an entire blue orchestra. Mm-hmm. I think it's romantic. But again, they ruined it. But it was romantic. 
I no, think, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Really, I'm really racking my brain because I, I know, know there've been dinners. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the the very first one I thought of was uh, Moth Woman's example mm-hmm. of the uh, 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 of the dogs eating spaghetti. That's mm-hmm. romantic to me. <laughs> yeah. Man, I want some spaghetti. Oh man, I made some spaghetti the other night. Oh, man, it was great. Yeah, I love spaghetti. I haven't had spaghetti in a really long time. It's easy to make. Yeah. Yeah, why not? What's stopping me? Yeah, like truly. (laughs) What like what what are you scared? You scared little (laughs) you scared little baby? Spaghetti. (laughs) Oh, too romantic. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What's unsexy? Eating. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) Eating eating is unsexy. Eating Eating on camera. I think in real life, like it's a sensual experience because yeah. you're using your senses. But in movies, I don't think it's ever like I'd rather I'd rather watch people have dialogue than eat ever. Mm. Yeah, and especially if it's like a seventies movie. You know how they eat oh, like geez. in seventies movies? How do they eat in seventies <laughs> movies? It's like really aggressive. The thing. Yeah. I'm just only picturing Al Pacino right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like people with like seventy five fries in their mouth, like screaming. <laughs> hey guys. Two, Two relationships. relationships. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.